0: all right okay. <laughs> uh hi uh welcome to talk comics to me this is talk comics to me time <laughs> this it's time. may 1st today it is so happy international workers day happy may day if you have a boss tell them it. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just suck it uh yeah, you know tell them to pay you more money because you all deserve it mm-hmm. uh anything else other what else
1: um, you know, I had like a whole list of things, but I honestly can't remember. Um it, just like a, a pre Hey, pay attention to this guys. Free comic book day is this weekend. It is Saturday, it's the seventh. So mark that down in your calendars and go to your local comic shop and hang out for like five minutes if it's a big enough building. If it's not big enough, get in, get out.
0: Yeah, you get a bunch of comics spend money there get your free comics and uh
1: yeah there's some there's some decent ones this year some that i'm pretty excited in um so yeah some bangers as, some, the, as the kids say some being bangers yeah
0: Bing bang, b- b- bang bangers.
1: So, yeah that was all i had for now just wanted to put that in your little brain so that seed will grow i'm heather by the way <laughs> and i'm champ i don't know if i said that
0: i don't know what's going on today uh
1: go ahead Heather, okay you start you start us off. i'm gonna start and this is what i'm gonna talk about this is knights of x uh this is issue number one i was gonna say knights of 10 but because i thought it would be funny but i'm, I'm gonna
0: w- go i'm gonna let, lock walk my in okay room but yes knights of 10 it, it would have N- been funny.
1: knights of 10 is what we're gonna call it uh champ is gone for a moment they're gonna lock their dog into a very small closet right now i'm kidding a normal size room it's it's fine um Yeah, this is uh, Knights of Exit's issue number one. This is pretty much uh, just a continuance. Well, I don't want to say continuance. It's a whole other addition to the Excalibur series that was a whole thing within the new X run. Um, But basically, the Otherworld has been cut off from Krakoa and stuff. So the mutants that are currently within Otherworld cannot return to Krakoa, and they are being hunted down and killed. So Betsy is going around trying to save them so they obviously don't get killed. But there's uh, some other moving pieces within this, and she has to get uh, Excalibur back together. But, you know, the problem is with being in the other world, if you die there, when you come back, you are not the same. So they are all on this mission together, knowing the consequences of, like, if they happen to die doing this, it's just what it is. Um, and it's pretty much the same team that was an Excalibur. The only difference is Shatterstar is in here. Um, and shoot, someone else. Megan Braddock. Oh my god, is that wet or is that grease? I don't
0: know.
1: Uh, whatever. Um, and Bay the Blood Moon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> who, yes, uh, agrees to go even though she does not want to leave her Doug is what she says. I don't want to leave my dog It's <laughs> very cute. Um, but, yeah, I actually enjoyed this one quite a bit. I've, I enjoyed Excalibur a lot because I liked the stuff that was going on in the other world. Um, and this is heavily influenced by that yeah. and all the Arthurian tales and stuff, which I also very much enjoy. So... Yeah, for a first issue and kind of a continuance of Excalibur, I thought it was a lot of fun. I, mm-hmm. I liked it way more than I thought I was going to. I was just going to get the first issue and kind of see how it went, but I'm I'm going to continue reading it, because it's a whole, whole battle that's going on, and they're on their own little quest, which I thought was really cute. Yeah, so, yeah. Knights of X, issue number one. <laughs>
0: all right uh i figured we could both do our x books in a row so i have saber tooth this is issue number three a weird book that i never thought i would like but here we are and i i really really love this book uh so this just kind of continues the i can't even remember if i talked about what happens in the first and second issues
1: yeah, I don't, think that, I don't think we actually did anything for it. Uh, so
0: basically, this just follows Sabretooth as he's in the pit. Bas- basically, he's been able to make his own little hell. Uh, other people get thrown into the pit as well for breaking rules or breaking rules like kind of in the smallest types of way. Uh, and all of them are just like pretty young kids. So Sabretooth tells them and convinces them to, they can kind of manifest on Krakoa as like vines and like microplastics and just like different things.
1: Okay.
0: So that that was a really cool aspect. So he convinces them to go to Krakoa and he wants them to talk to specific people. And that's not what they do, but he also knew that was going to probably be the case. So all of these characters kind of talk to the people who don't matter in Krakoa and, you know, the whole idea of Krakoa and the island is that everybody matters. Every mutant's important. But in reality, just like most things, like, there are people who just go by the wayside and they don't, yeah. they don't matter. Uh, so these people are kind of, like, the young kids are going out in these manifested forms and telling people about the pit and, like, what's going on. And they're spreading the word about, like, this thing.
1: Like that's happening in, in yeah, to try exile try Yeah, to try and
0: kind of help them escape. Okay. So it's like a really interesting idea. Um, there's also a lot of other things going on because one of the characters, I wish I could remember all their names, but there, there are like five different people uh, plus Sabretooth. Yeah. <laughs> but one of the uh, young kids kind of knows what's going on and is trying to take Sabretooth on but we'll see. It's it's really interesting. I really like the way this story is put together. Like I said, I just never in my life thought that I would enjoy a book about Sabertooth. But this is just so much more than that. And it's saying a lot without, I guess, being heavy-handed in it. If somebody just wants to read a fucking comic book, they can. But there are like just a lot of deeper things within the book that I think are really meaningful and just really really interesting to look at because i think for myself even like i i believe in prison abolishment and i'm watching like the worst fucking dude (laughs) try to escape prison and i'm trying to like wish that there was better for him but they also just threw threw him into a fucking pit with nothing but his own goddamn brain and nothing else so like what else do you expect to happen (laughs) like what do you expect to happen if you just are putting somebody in a goddamn cage and not giving them any help like nothing's gonna fucking happen except for they're going to create their own hell they're gonna become worse people and when other people get around them they're
1: gonna also create that for them i think that's the part that like blows my mind about them exiling him like his form of punishment is they didn't even give him any other options like they didn't they didn't try to help him they just like brush him aside because they didn't want to deal with him anymore, which I know is the case for like a lot of people in real life. Yeah,
0: and that's like the interesting thing about them also doing
1: it—you know, exiling other people. It's yeah, like, the punishment does not fit the crime. Like, <laughs> yeah, at all.
0: Like they're essentially children. Yeah. So it, it's it's saying a lot. Um, but that's all I will say about that at this point, because otherwise I'll go on for a very long period of time.
1: That's good. I I read the first two issues. I really really enjoyed it. Yeah. So that's just a nice. I wouldn't say nice, but it's a good series to pick up. It's only going to be, what, five issues? Yeah, I believe that's the yeah. case. Yeah, no,
0: it's a just, yeah, not you, one to sleep on or yeah. just grab the trade when it's if over. If you want
1: the inner machinations of how terrible the punishment is <laughs> on Krakoa and how bad Xavier <laughs> and Magneto are without having to read books about them, I think it's very good.
0: Anyway. Yeah. Okay, so <laughs> next we have uh, Step by Bloody Step. This is issue number two. Three? Three. three. Yes. Three. Um, three I, Yeah, i really love this cover i wish this there yeah, that's a end. really good one i really like this one yeah i mean the there art are, the, the covers art. yeah just, everything is so good about yeah. this um and this this issue was kind of a bummer
1: yeah there's a lot a lot that goes on in this one but the story is about a, a girl who kind of wakes up with no memory and she's been traveling with a
0: a robot protector yeah
1: a giant who you know is the only thing that she has known since waking up so obviously as a a young kid growing which you you see her grow throughout this Mm -hmm. series she is curious and wants to see other people like her and in this issue she gets to and she gets to experience it completely without the giant by her side Ooh, the giant has been protecting her and keeping her alive, and would uh, die to keep this girl yeah, safe. So, yeah. Yeah, it's a really good story, especially with no real
0: words being said to you, mm-hmm. um, and you kind of just interpreting it all through the art alone. Uh, yeah, it's every issue has been really great. It's been really interesting to to watch. I guess yeah, watch it and like have it kind of flow through your brain and Mm -hmm. get what's going on. Yeah, I don't know. This issue did really bum me out. Yeah,
1: it really bummed me out, too, because I wasn't – I mean, obviously, it's a sad story, Mm -hmm. you know, that it's not – I mean, you don't know, but it's going to have its ups and downs. But this one was very much a down, and I I feel like there was – Uh, very much two sides of it too because since she's experiencing all of this for the first time like she's excited and she's like happy to see it and be with other people that are like her and just there's a lot that goes down (laughs) yeah yeah so it's good it's really good yeah definitely suggest it
0: um okay, so this is bloodstained teeth. this is issue number one I almost said issue number three. I almost said two. <laughs> like, this what? is the first one. this is the very <laughs> <Never> first one I <laughs> ever read this book before in our lives. Uh, this I really really liked this. I liked the art and the colors a fucking ton. um yeah, so I guess this is a book written by Christian Ward. Uh, Patrick Reynolds does the art and then Heather Moore does the colors and It's just, it's so good. It's a vampire story. It's a vampire story. I don't even care what's in there. I just want to look at the art. Yeah. Uh, But yeah, just basically a dude makes too many vampires and the people of the vampire world are like, bro. The council. (laughs) You gotta stop and you gotta kill these dudes now
1: yeah you're just you're making way too many children and it's not fair for the rest of us or as they
0: call them in this book sips or as I called them simps
1: oh I said I thought I was like (laughs) subs I just kept going Sims, so like the book was very weird in my yeah, brain. I can imagine. I'll have to read it again as Sims. Yeah, I think I works. think it's best that way. I
0: mean, no, not not so. the actual words, but
1: in just, my way. I'll just find every page that says sips on it. <laughs> Sims. Simps. Just do it out loud. Yeah. Uh,
0: but yeah, it was, it was a lot of fun. I really liked the flow of the book itself. I don't know what I, I was... to
1: show the art for re- anyone who wanted to see.
0: It was really expecting, but I don't... I don't know. I feel like I am also... Yeah, have read a ton of vampire stories. So I was kind of
1: not necessarily thrilled. I think, like... I was I, I was thinking about this while I was reading it. Like, I... I read a lot of vampire things, mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. comics and books, and I absorb mm-hmm. a lot of vampire media. And I think I I don't think I'm, I'll ever be tired of vampires. Like, there are certain tropes within vampire yeah. stories and stuff that I get tired of. But I, for the most part, I just enjoy reading about vampires. But this one in particular was just a really uh, interesting take on it.
0: Yeah, I think because it just also had like a kind of fun dynamic, too. Yeah. Like, I guess campy would be a, a good way to yeah, describe that it is. without being, like, it's still not necessarily the best, but...
1: Right. It's just, yeah. No, it was it was a lot of fun to read, and it, it was, was a new it was, take. That yes, it was
0: different. It was different than, like, yeah. a lot of vampire. More fun. And
1: movie. the dynamic between, like, the main character and his Driver, mm-hmm. we'll just say that. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was just, it was a lot of fun. I enjoyed it and I'm just very excited. How many issues is it going to be? I don't remember. Probably like five or six. Just, we'll just, just say had, that. I straight up added it. Yeah, and I did I didn't too. Even I didn't, pay attention, didn't, so. didn't even think about it, but okay. Uh, this is The Fourth Man. This is issue number four. This is about two detectives who are trying to f- solve the mystery of four people who were murdered on the same day. Um, this is obviously it's the conclusion, but it's very open ended. Um, in this one, so they're gonna have a fifth man. <laughs> maybe maybe a sixth. But I, the way that it ends is like really cool because it doesn't say like a lot of books at the end says like the end mm-hmm. or to be continued or it doesn't say anything. It just like the I love the way that it ends because I was expecting like the next page to have something and I was like what (laughs) so in this one you as the reader discover who the killer is Mm -hmm. and you see the story coming together all the pieces are like making sense now and then within the pages where the detectives are you see the killer like showing up randomly in it like
0: okay yeah it's it's done
1: in a really cool way um and i think for I don't know four issues and like how quick each one went like it was a lot of fun I really did enjoy it because you again since you get to see it happening and as the detectives are discussing it as they're like slowly getting to the conclusion and knowing who it is it's just a lot of fun Mm -hmm. and like it's the last few pages that really do it for me because it's like you guys are almost there you're almost there you're so close (laughs) So, yes, I will leave this one for you to read because I think I think you'll enjoy the way that this one ends because we not not ends. (laughs) We'll never know. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. And then I can read the third and last one together. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like it would make more sense doing it like that, too, Mm -hmm. because this one kind of starts at the beginning of the whole series. But it gives you like who it is and like what's happening. Yeah. Yeah. And then the whole story comes together. So cool.
0: All right. Sounds like fun. Uh, Okay, so this is Ghost Cage. This is issue number two. Uh, This is a book by Nick Dragata and Caleb Goldlinger. This is just a weird little book. (laughs) Just a
1: weird little book.
0: (laughs) About a robot named Sam and a hard, hard worker named Doyle who's being exploited by her company. To help Sam lose win, I can't decide. Sometimes I'm a little confused when I'm reading this. I'm gonna have to probably reread it. But she basically, or like basically, she gives this robot emotions, which they're not like the head of the company is not pleased with. And then some stuff's revealed. I don't know. It's a lot of fun. This book is a lot of fun. The art's really, really great. It's a super dense book, and it's also just kind of weird
1: like dense is like really wordy or is there just like a lot of information i mean it's it's a
0: thicker book mm-hmm. and there are a lot of words like this okay so there's like a lot going on and there's a lot to see so there's you know it's it's worth the read and i think it's just an interesting idea without going too much into it but mm-hmm. basically yeah you know I've corporation's I've, bad
1: <laughs> yeah i've definitely heard that from a few people i know who are reading that where they're like it's actually a lot of a, a lot of good like it's it's fun it's like interesting yeah there's just like a lot going on yeah okay. are you drinking coffee mm-hmm. nice okay so next we have is Dark Knights of Steel. Let me show you this B cover here. It's cute.
0: Yeah, yeah. That was probably my least favorite B cover of all the B covers.
1: Yes, no, I, I agree. Um, it's not bad, but it's like the other ones were just so exciting. Mm-hmm. Like I, I liked seeing the DC characters in their like medieval getup. Like, but and yeah, it's just not as fun. I was as saying, the yeah, and it lacks like the I, I don't know. 13th century pizzazz, <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> the oomphs the yeah. other one's had.
1: No, I definitely agree. Um, I like the colors a lot on it, but yeah, I just the reason I got the B covers was because I thought they were just so interesting. Mm-hmm.
0: So anyway, this just continues our story of medieval Superman worlds. Uh, some place, some uh, people are gonna go to war. This is
1: basically just the build up to war. Mm -hmm. It's going to happen. Sides are being crossed. (laughs) Yeah, it is. It's one of
0: those things where it's interesting because I'm curious because Batman is dead. uh, And Superman is trying to stop this war from happening because he's like, my sister didn't do this.
1: Yeah, which but, but, that was, that confused me for a minute. But yeah, there's. So there's something afoot in yes, this world. There's what,
0: magic. What it is, we are not quite sure yet
1: that's it's, that's that's a book i really did well okay so while this was one of my least favorite covers of the series i think this was one of my favorite issues yeah. in general i thought it was it was a lot of uh, fun since i've been saying that a lot it's been it's a lot <laughs> of fun, lot of fun. Yeah. <laughs> i liked um uh, the beginning the whole conversation between tim and constantine i thought that was fun <laughs>
0: That wasn't a fun conversation. That's no, not a way to no, describe that. it. wasn't.
1: Um, but I just really like the way... I know I say this about the art in this series all the time. I, I like the way that each of the characters is drawn. It's, I don't know, beautiful. It's very beautiful. It's very good. Okay. All right. So next
0: we have Batman. This is Detective Comics. This is
1: issue 1059. Wow, we've been reading this for 1059 yeah, issues. Yeah, we've really been going at it. Damn,
0: dude. So we start a new... Uh, first half of the book, it's called The Seven. It's written by Mariko Tamaki and Nadia Shamas. And then Ivan Reyes does the art and then Danny Mickey does the colors, or ink, sorry. And Brad Brad Anderson does the colors. Uh, But yeah, this is, I, I don't know, this is a fun little start to a story, basically a fun little Riddler story.
1: Yeah, um, well, there's a lot of regular-ass people who are committing crimes and stuff but not trying to hide why they're doing it and just it, turning themselves in, like, immediately. But uh, it- Deb's daughter is a part of this in some way. You don't quite know how yet, but it's it's Batman doing his good old detective work. It just felt like a better... A better version of the Batman movie.
0: Yeah. yeah. When I was reading this, I was like, oh, the Batman movie is kind of like this, but isn't as good. Um, Like, this is way better than the Batman movie. Let me, okay, so. Uh, And then the second part
1: is a Gotham Girl story. Go ahead. (laughs) Um, So I will need you to cut this out when you post it, because I'm going to be talking shit on some dude. I don't know who he is, but he came in. Here. Okay, go ahead. Okay. So I have hotel. I'm gonna, I'm gonna stir the soup while you talk okay. about hotel. Hotel. This is uh, volume two, it's issue five of five. It's obviously the last one of volume two. Um, in this, you get kind of, uh, I don't know, a grouping. You get all of, uh, what am I trying to think, accumulation? Is that accumulation. the right word? Uh, coagulation of all of, yes, accumulate yes. Um, of all the previous characters that were in this volume so uh, volume two again um you get all of them kind of together and uh there's like a a group of highway bandits i don't know what else to call them um they come across the hotel and they're trying to take over so they pretty much put everyone in a room they start like beating people they're being assholes uh the owner of the hotel who is the narrator who has been in both series so far he is trying to explain to them like you can't do this like you can do whatever you want to these people you know but you can't hurt me because I'm the only one that the hotel can like communicate with and if you take me out of the picture there's no stopping this thing Mm -hmm. the guys were like oh what the fuck are you talking about um But yeah, bad things happen to them. But then the hotel decides to release one of the people that had been prisoner within the hotel and stuff. But the the only downside to that is he cannot tell anyone about his experiences. He just has to go. He can't look back. Hmm. So yeah, it's like it's a. I really liked how this concluded because there's no happy ending for anyone in this except for the the person who runs the hotel because he's just been doing this for so long that he's like "Ah, all right another day in the office and then just goes (laughs) um but yeah i just i thought it was fantastic it's so weird and like kind of gross but yeah piero piero the clown leaves no survivors I don't think I will like if there is like a volume three for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. I don't think I'll get it just because I I got what I wanted out of this, and if they keep like rehashing the same kinds of stories, I just don't feel like yeah, it's it would not, be the like, same. really worth it. Right, right. I think like obviously you can read volume one and get what you want from it, and you're done. I hopped in and volume two got what I wanted from it, and it'll be done. I don't think it's necessary to continue reading it every time it comes out. Right, mm-hmm. but. That being said, I, I did enjoy it quite a bit for five issues, like an anthology, essentially. It was fun. It was very nice. <laughs> All right. Uh,
0: I have The Punisher next. This is issue number two. I'm going to get issue number three, but this book is just really silly.
1: Mm-hmm. In what way? <laughs> uh, have you read this? No, I only... I got issue number one late, and I actually just discovered it again in my pile when I was bagging and okay. boarding my comics.
0: Okay, so I'm going to say spoilers. So if okay. you, if anybody cares about this issue of Punisher or pun- this series uh, and doesn't want this issue spoiled, please stop listening. He meets, like, he beco- he's, like, becoming like, he's the head of the hand, basically, in this
1: book. The head of the hand. Yes. I love
0: that. And at this point, he's basically becoming a god um so he gets the eye of the beast and is able to like def- really cool. defeat all of these or defeat this guy um and then you know she's like which of these items is yours cuz you know he's he is the god yeah and then and then he is escorted and meets the god what yes yes so this is your the altar of the beast and this is the god and then and then my favorite part is you find out like the bad guy and it it's aries jesus christ so there's just like a lot going on i that's why i was like i'm gonna get the third issue i i can't help myself because yeah. this is just like you got to know. I got to know. It's it's funny to me that his wife is back and she's like, she's kind of, we- she's very weird because obviously she has been dead for a very long time, yeah. brought back to life. And she's like asking Frank like about when the kids are going to come back and stuff. And she's like, please don't bring your kids back from the dead. Oh like goodness. this is, it's like some weird pet cemetery shit in my brain where I'm just like, this...
1: <laughs> you know, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, no, I know exactly <laughs> what you're saying. That seems wild. Now I don't but, have to read it. But
0: yeah, so the second issue is just like it is one of those things where it feels very silly to me, and mm-hmm. I don't know if it is silly or if I just can't take that seriously yeah. whatsoever. Because it's just like, okay, I guess I can, I can take Frank Castle being like the head of the hand. But basically, it's one of those things where like this priestess has been like recruiting him since he was like a child like she's known that like he has the power of the beast or whatever so like there's this scene where she like tries to do the like knife thing like which one of these is your situation like when he's a kid and he basically tells you to fuck off and then like
1: oh because he wasn't ready yeah okay
0: so yeah it's just (laughs) weird uh, A little spoiler. They're a little spoiler, a little silly. Just, I don't know. I don't know how to take it. Okay. Um, I'm going to quickly talk about this book that Heather can never read. Um, They won't give me my copy. (laughs) It's called The Last Session. It's issue number five. It's just about a group of friends who were finishing up a long-time campaign that they've been running. Is this the last issue? This is the last issue. So, some friend drama ensues. And then this, it just wraps up and... A nice little bow, and I really liked it. It was a really fun series. Okay,
1: I'll get to it. I was like, yeah, hopefully you get your
0: issues someday. (laughs) One day.
1: (laughs) All right. So now we have Newburn. This is issue number six. I am still behind. Yeah. So I'm just gonna give a a brief thing. This is more of a a history of the Newburn's partner. Okay. It just kind of goes back and forth and like how she ended up where she is right now. Um, And then the little story in back, the little side story, is that girl who is doing her own investigation on the death of her best friend because the cops are not doing a good enough job. Um, I love this story. It's, It's so good. And I think the thing that I like about it the most is she keeps going to the cops and giving them more information about stuff that she's discovered. And she's like, if you guys were doing your job, you would know all this. And they're not taking her seriously. So... We love that. Yeah. Eventually I'll catch
0: up. I, I did catch up and I just had one issue to read and I can't find that issue, so it's fine. It's fine. I'll, I'll get it one day. I'll catch up. Um yeah. I did I did learn through Chip's newsletter recently that this was actually picked up for
1: TV. Oh. So I will only watch it if Chip is newborn. <laughs> <laughs> all right. That's all. Oh, wait, you go. I go. Yes. Okay, I have Thor, this is issue number 24, but technically it's issue number 750, which is why it's a fat one today. Do you think they'll give you another fat one for issue number 25? Well, they're going to have to, because that's the whole Banner War thing that's going on. Oh yeah, I fucking forgot about that's that. That's when it starts, yeah. So, um, sure, there is going to be a little bit of spoilers in here. I'm not going to go too into it, just because there's a lot that happens in here, but... Odin dies and this issue takes place over the course of Odin's funeral. Uh, Thor can finally see what's written in the Book of Kings and so his you googly is him reading stories to the other mourners there and so that's what the issue is. is it's just every for the most part, every writer who has written a Thor story doing their own, like, few pages for a story from the Book of Kings. Okay. Um, there's yeah. a Beta Ray story in here. Like, the art for it is just absolutely incredible. Yeah. Love it. Um, there is... And I feel like I have to mention this one just because of what it leads into. So, there's a Loki story that takes place directly after Agent of Asgard, like, his whole series from a few years ago. Um, so, you don't need to read it to know what's going on, but it would certainly help if you did because it picks up directly where it left off. And it this story is leading into the Defenders Beyond series that will be coming out soon. So it is a little like prelude to it. So if you were planning on reading that, you can read this one story and I think you'll be fine. Um, But yeah, there's obviously more to... Odin dying than what I've said, but I'm not going to get into it because it's, it's a major spoiler. But this leads into the next quest that Thor has to go on to help his people. Okay, so yeah, that's it. I I enjoyed it. I a uh, few people that I talked to were like, "No, dude, that was fucking boring." And I was like, "How how was this boring? There was so much in here that you could read. Like, yeah, you could skip a story and it wouldn't matter because it's just him telling stories. Story. Yeah." yeah. I enjoyed it. I thought it was fantastic. It's probably my favorite issue of this entire series because the series in general has been boring to me. But I thought this one was fantastic. I, I loved yeah. it. That's all I'm going to say.
0: All right. So then I have uh, the British Paranormal Society. This is issue number one. This is a book from the Hellboy universe. Just follows these couple scientists who are in this weird town trying to find their friend who had just disappeared there are some spooky stones and some springtime rituals and some people in a town who don't really want to give up their secrets so oh shit just a whole on full-on story like i was telling heather the other day it kind of reminded me of wicker man but i just think it's all of those like aspects of it yeah um But yeah nothing nothing much to it it's not like you have to know hellboy or anything at all to read this it's just
1: i love those kind of stories where it's just like just technically takes place in that universe yeah and there are
0: characters who have been seen within
1: hellboy i don't fucking know i don't read that much hellboy i know same that's why i never picked them up but i forget that you can read those series it's just like hey this takes place in the you don't need to know anything it's just you you might see one of these characters again yeah it's fun All right.
0: Right. So next we have Vermilion. This is issue number one, and this is a book about stalking people and fucking them and killing them.
1: Yeah, it's very violent, and uh, I mean, I would definitely say trigger warning.
0: (laughs) Yeah, there's a lot of tits.
1: Yes, Um, but yeah, no. That's basically what it is about: is a a stalker who becomes violent and i don't i mean i there's not really anything to spoil because it kind of that explains like the entire story mm-hmm. without giving anything away um i did i did like this oddly it was it was a very strange story to read and i don't know i like that weird the horror twist like at the very end like what the fuck is going on yeah. type thing i don't
0: I don't know if I liked it. I liked the art. I thought
1: yeah. that, like, was all very interesting.
0: I don't – the story was just kind of, like, one of those stories. I think it's – without sounding like an asshole, it very much seems like a book that's based off of fucking Slipknot song. Yes. Like, no offense to literally anyone, um, but that's just how it kind of read to me. It's just, like, it, it seems like a dude who is really into Harley Quinn.
1: It's so edgy.
0: <laughs> yes, no. I oh, mean, I'm I sorry to everybody. I know that is really fucking rude of me to say. I feel like an asshole. Um, and please do not take offense. I just didn't know any other way to
1: describe what I wanted I mean, to describe. I mean, you said there. that, and it, like, yes. Understood 100%. Okay. <laughs> Let's
0: go on to Saga. Yes. This is uh, issue number 58. I don't know, man. It's just saga. It's, yeah, it's just stuff happening. I don't... I, like, I literally don't know if I like this or not. Like, I, I will probably... I'll keep reading. I'll keep reading. I'll give it after the story arc, because it is just, like...
1: It just feels weird, because... Building the-
0: they're building up the story, but it's just going so, like...
1: Yeah, I was going to say, it doesn't feel engaging at all. Like, yes. before when we were reading it, like, the first half of it, like, I always was excited because I'm like, oh, cool, like, what's going to happen now? What's going to happen mm-hmm. now? And in this one, it just doesn't, fe- it doesn't grab me like it used to. Like, I don't know if it's because, you know, my favorite characters are not in here anymore. And so it just is like, it just feels like it's dragging because i don't necessarily have a connection with anyone else yeah. or or if like nothing is happening yeah no
0: i think that's a really
1: great way to describe it is that yeah
0: it is not engaging it's just kind of a book
1: yeah that
0: i'm reading i'm just like hoping that i enjoy it and i don't i haven't so far which is a bummer like it it even like ends on that cliffhanger where sp- i guess spoilers where they're just it's so cute uh sending um Hitman after all of the people that uh, Alana and Hazel have ever met, so it shows Petrichor and Goose and I can't remember. I can never remember the reporter's name, name, so it's just
1: it's like it's it's trying so hard to like keep people interested in it like they were before, but I think like and like I know I'll get
0: an issue with Goose too and. I don't know, I'll like it, but I also am also just kind of want to, like, no, I don't want it. Like, mm-hmm. You can't give me a pity goose. I won't right, take it.
1: Right, Yeah, I don't know. I'm just not as into it, I'm I guess, saying, yeah, it as just I was. Doesn't, it doesn't feel like it used to. I feel like they waited too long to bring it back, and now the interest has, like, dwindled. I've grown as a person.
0: <laughs> and I think that that really could be it, is that, you know, if the time between was a little too long and you know being excited so excited for it for so long maybe you just like were too excited yeah and that like memory of it didn't hold up to like those previous memories so it doesn't hold the same weight but it is what it is I don't I don't know I don't know how other saga fans feel I do know how some saga fans feel yeah but I it's hard to tell I think A lot of people don't really talk about it. I guess I'll have to listen to other people Mm -hmm. discuss it. But that's it. That's all we got. We did it. We did it. Um, We got to go record another podcast now Um, and maybe eat some soup. So, yes, let's eat some soup. We'll see you on the the flip-flop. Thanks for listening as always. Go support your local comic book shops. Take care of your friends. Do good things. We love you.
1: Free comic book day, May 7th.
0: Okay, that's all. Goodbye. Goodbye.